From old school to new, from analytics to your gut feeling, and from nuance to a blistering hot take, Cleve, Dave, and Matty Ice present to you Political Football. Welcome back to Political Football with Matty Ice, Dave, and Cleve. Matty Ice is off tonight, so it's me and my man Dave going to dive into some good stuff tonight. How you doing, man? I'm fucking pissed. How are you doing? Uh, equally pissed. Um, I realize that sometimes things are retaliatory, and sometimes it's saddened to know that the people that live around you, your neighbors, air quotes, uh, think and feel the way they do, because I for sure thought that we would have had uh, a Democratic governor here. Um, still, New Jersey still retained, but it was close up there too. But, um, it, you know, we got through four years of Trump. So hopefully these next four years or whatever won't be as as bad. So for the listeners, uh, just in case you don't know to what we're referring, uh, Cleve and I and Matt, we all live in the state of Virginia. And we just had our gubernatorial election on Tuesday. And Virginia and New Jersey have theirs in the year after presidential election. So everybody uses them as like bellwethers to see what's going to happen in the midterms. And historically, the year after we get a new president, the opposite party wins the governorship in Virginia. And in Virginia, governors cannot serve consecutive terms. So you'll never have an incumbent running. So yeah. Ralph Northam, the current governor, you might remember from the blackface KKK photo a few years yeah. ago. Of course, yes. Uh, he is. He has to leave. And so Terry McAuliffe, who was the governor before him, uh, big, you know, typical Democrat, uh, you know, just sort of average Democrat guy, really well liked in the in the state here. He was running against Glenn Youngkin, who positioned himself as uh, like normal suburban dad in his little quarter zip up fleeces or whatever. But he wants to ban Tony Morrison from schools. So sometimes <laughs> it doesn't matter what they look like. You have to follow what they do. Yeah, for and sure. Glenn, Glenn Youngkin won. Glenn Youngkin. And uh, don't worry, we are going to talk about football today, but we have to yes. we have to start with this because it's so important and critical to everything's coming up. And mm-hmm. uh, um, we waited to talk about the election until we had a result. So it's going to be close. Youngkin wins. And it's upsetting because the way that he won was by getting white people in suburbs to vote for him that didn't vote for Trump by making them afraid of their school children being taught critical race theory. Yeah. And critical race theory, um, you may have heard you may have heard the term before. Critical race theory is an academic uh, uh, field of study that basically examines how the previous historical mistreatment of African Americans as well as other races leads to current conditions and treatment in today's society. Wow. So, what does, so like what does black veterans of World War II not having access to um, like U.S. Army pensions and stuff like that, right, to the GI Bill? How does that yeah. impact their grandchildren and great-grandchildren today versus the white veterans of World War II whose families got those those benefits, right? Yeah. It's a perfectly reasonable thing to uh, to study sociologically. Uh, it, it, just, it, it makes sense. And typically, you'd want to study like the history of your nation to understand where you are and how to best get to where you want to go. Mm-hmm. He made it sound like this is a study that's what that, – this field of study is meant to make white children feel bad about being white. Yeah, which it's is, guilt. Yeah. 
it's incredibly stupid, but it works on a lot of people because a lot of people are incredibly stupid and racist. <laughs> and so you get this nice prepackaged sort of thing like, oh, we can't have them teaching this in school. And now they're trying to ban Tony Morrison in Texas. They want to ban To Kill a Mockingbird. Wow. Yeah. Like, really? like I don't like any decent white person that reads To Kill a Mockingbird looks at that and is like, oh, Atticus Finch is a hero. I hope I one day am able to have the courage and strength to stand up for what's right like he did. What Man. what kind of white person reads To Kill a Mockingbird and is like, my kids can't read this. Yeah. A terrifying one. That's it. Yeah. So yeah. anyways, uh, not only did Republicans win the governorship, they won the lieutenant governor with Winsome Sears, who's a black lady and completely insane. They won the, mm. the uh, attorney general went to Jason Miares. Uh, who's just a standard, he's like Marco Rubio. He's like a standard jerk. Um, I should pick a better example because they're both Cuban. Uh, he's like, I don't know who's one of these stands, like a Josh Hawley, like one of these just standard jerky, like young, handsome guys. Mm -hmm. And then they also won the House of Delegates. So now we have almost full Republican control of government here in Virginia after Biden won the state by 10 points. And this is extremely frustrating going into the midterms next year because the reason, according to 538, is that the electorate in 2021 in the state of Virginia was much whiter and older than it was in 2020 for the presidential. In 2020, the electorate in Virginia was 67% white. Mm. In 2021, it was 74% white. So where did all the non-white voters go? They didn't vote because National Democrats aren't doing shit for anybody. And they left Terry McAuliffe out to dry because they can't pass anything or get anything done. So yeah. the last thing I'm going to say on this well, before- Well, they're having a football game tonight. They're, did you see the congressional football game? That's happening tonight. That's great. Oh, fantastic. Fantastic. Um, man, I, uh, I'm i not going to say anything that could get us canceled here. Legitimately canceled. <laughs> um, Please don't. I love this yeah, show. I, I would never sincerely wish for anybody to get injured playing football. Anyways, so uh, the, uh, voting rights and abortion rights are in a worse condition now than they were a year ago when Trump was still president. Mm. Democrats control the White House, the House of Representatives, and the Senate, and they refuse to do anything in these areas. The base of the party is black people and women. So maybe, just maybe, with all your power, you'd want to do something to protect the civil rights of black people and women since they're the ones that, that vote for you. You don't do that, they don't vote. So yeah. that's why they lost. Last thing, six concrete things that national Dems could do right now or between now and the midterms, a year from now, to do the best they can to not lose the narrow majorities in the House and the Senate. And we will see a year from now how many of these things they've actually done. Number one, pass HR1, which is like an anti-corruption, get dirty money out of politics sort of bill. Uh, pass the John Lewis Voting Rights Bill. Pass legislation okay. formally legalizing abortion. Pass the full three and a half trillion dollar reconciliation package or everything that's supposed to be in it. DC statehood and canceling student loan debt. Yeah. How many of those things between now and a year from now, when it's time to vote of those six things, how many do you think they're actually going to do? I would say one out of the six. One out of the six. So you yeah. are more bullish on the Detroit Lions this season than the Democratic <laughs> Party. Yeah, a little bit. A little bit. I mean, that's for another day because we got some football to talk about. But yeah. I, I agree with you wholeheartedly. Um, I always say this, and you know, since we're a political football show, I always say that, you know, my vote doesn't doesn't count till every four years when you need to come around and, and get it. And then you sit for four years and do nothing substantial for me. And then, hey, uh, we'll get you on the back end. So I need that vote again, you know? And I really wish, like, because the people who know me in real life are sick of hearing me say that. 
And I'm so glad that unprompted you said the same thing. Yeah. And also, like, the reason Kerry McAuliffe lost this race is because, I mean, I, we always give you shit for being old, but you're not really that old. Is that yeah. <laughs> young black people and women feel like you feel, and that leads enough of them to just not want to show up and vote. Yeah. And then he, and then he's in trouble. So you say that they'll do one out of the six. I'm going to say that they're going to do one out of the six. Yeah. I think they're going to cancel student loan debt. I think they're going to cancel student loan debt. Yeah. Um, That's the one I'm looking for. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that'd be nice. Uh, The John Lewis voting rights bill would be good. It'd be good if national Democrats just like came together and were like, no, black people should be able to vote. Yeah. It'd be nice. It'd be nice if they said that. So I wanted to start, start with the election because, again, it was here in Virginia and it does set us up. For next year, next year at this time, when we do have the midterms coming up, and it's going to be absolutely insane a year mm, from now. Gotcha. Uh, be- now, before we get to the games, we have to talk about a player who was on by this last week, um, and that is Henry Ruggs. Oh, man, that that is yeah. such a fucked up situation, bro. <sighs> yeah, I mean, so have you seen these details? Uh, not the de- I saw the pictures when I was in the gym of the of the car mm-hmm. um, laying on. I guess it's it's laying on its side or something. They flipped over or something like that. Um, I don't know. I, I, yeah, give me the details. Yeah. So Henry Ruggs, the second year player wide receiver for the Las Vegas Raiders, was in an accident where uh, the person in the other car unfortunately was killed. A young twenty three year old woman was killed and. Here's what happened. Three o'clock in the morning in Vegas, the intersection of Rainbow and Bring Mountain. Um, so like definitely like a uh, residential area, but like a dense residential area, right? Okay. Not out in the country, not out in the desert, like like Northwest DC, like a residential yeah. neighborhood. His alcohol, he was driving a Chevy Corvette with a passenger. His uh, blood alcohol level was two times the legal limit. Wow. And he was doing 156 miles per hour. Jesus. Yep. He slammed into the back of the car. The car was going 126 when airbags deployed. Oh, man. Yeah. And so the car that he hit burst into flames, because that's what will happen when uh, something moving that fast slams into the gas tank, burst into flames. Unfortunately, the woman died. The Raiders have already released Henry Ruggs. Oh, yeah. Rightfully so. Yeah. They've already announced that he's going to be charged with driving under the influence leading to death. That charge carries two to 20 years in prison. Also with reckless driving and like with like severe endangerment. Some, I'm not a lawyer something like that, yeah, yeah. which carries one to six years and yeah. they're separate. They're separate counts. And he's obviously guilty. <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? Like, I, mean, I mean, think about all the traffic cameras that probably caught that from all angles. Yeah. He's I done. Mean, he's, he's done. Yeah. I mean, he's never going to play in the league again because he oh, will yeah. be in prison until he's, yeah, you know, so forever. I mean, yeah, it's, it's, it's 22. So he'll be out, you know, around 40 worst case scenario, which I guess is lucky for him. But man, what a. Like and here's a, here's my question for you, Cleve. What the hell is he thinking, or anybody thinking? One, drinking and driving, which is stupid, yeah, anyways. Stupid, yeah. But then, like, I've never done that. One, because I don't drink, but I wouldn't drink and drive anyways. But like, my understanding is that a lot of people, when they're drinking and driving, they understand that they're like trying to get away with something. Yeah. And they're not out here going 156 in a residential neighborhood. I mean, like, I don't even. I couldn't even explain what 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 that what where they could have been going or. I mean, it, it, it's a miracle that him and his passenger didn't die on impact yeah. hit, hitting that, hitting someone. And, and, you know, sorry for the loss of life needlessly um, because this guy was an idiot. You know, it takes me back to when, um, remember when um, 
Starworth hit the, that guy in the intersection, and in, I think they were in uh, Florida. And the guy was walking. He was driving. He was he was inebriated, and he's driving like a high performance car. I don't know if it was a, a, a Ferrari or some some kind of high performance car. But he hit the guy, and their their defense was, um, you know, that the guy wasn't he wasn't in the crosswalk. And I'm like, what about you were drunk driving? Right. And I I assume the league has like if you've had, if you've had enough to drink, it's like a no tell policy. Hey, call a you know call someone. Someone to come get you, take you home, that kind of thing. It doesn't need to happen, and it's one of the things why I don't like to party like like on New Year's Eve. I haven't gone out in probably 20 years, maybe longer, because that's like the worst night to be on the road. But I mean, I can't imagine that person sitting at a light or sitting sitting in in a residential neighborhood, yeah. and a, a car slams into you going damn near like they're redlining it. That's yeah. insane. That's insane, yeah. bro. He, he better lawyer up. That's all I gotta say. He better lawyer up, see what he can get. Yeah, um, he retained. Oh, he retained two really, really good lawyers. Their names are escaping me, but they're like the best defense attorneys in Vegas. Mm-hmm. But they're they're well known. Like they have like uh, they have got some people away without going to prison for things. But really, they're well known for making sure that like you don't get the key thrown away on you, right? He, mm. I mean, he's going to prison. This, this oh, yeah. Is, this is no oh, yeah, yeah. So. yeah, well, yeah, football is, I mean, for like, even if he misses five years, of football, he's done playing football. Like, that's yeah. that's gone. That's, yeah, no that's team ever trust him, yeah. No. Yeah. That's, so that's, that's so this sad. Is sad. This is sad all the way around, and I feel so bad for that young woman and her family. Um, yeah. There's there's no easy way to transition out of something that serious into talking mm-hmm. about how stupid Aaron Rodgers is, so we're just going to oh, just constantly do it here. Yeah. So... Going back to last week, the first game last week, last Thursday, was the Packers 24, the Cardinals 21. Now, this game, Devontae Adams and Alan Lazard missed due to COVID. Lazard is unvaccinated. Now, this week, Aaron Rodgers tests positive, and he's going to miss the game against Kansas City because he is unvaccinated. I didn't even know he was. I didn't know. Until that news broke today, I didn't even know that he I thought that he was, to be honest with you. And he's one of those guys who's just like, I don't want to share my status, but because he's at he's at pressers. Like he's in he's at pressers yeah. like fully like like it's all good. Yeah. You know? Like he he has said, he said, I've been immunized. There's a quote from him, right? Okay. I've been immunized. So this this is a report from Ian Rappaport on Twitter, uh, November third, which is today at two thirty in the afternoon. Packers quarterback Aaron Rodgers received homeopathic treatment from his personal doctor to raise his antibody levels and asked the NFL to review his status. The NFL, NFLPA, and joint doctors ruled him as unvaccinated. No shit. <laughs> like, you can't you can't be vaccinated by getting a homeopathic treatment. You get vaccinated by getting the vaccine. Yeah. Yeah, I I I texted you guys offline today and, and said I was like he's he's got money and and you know there's a go around there's a work around with these guys but the league ain't bought it so you know here we are he he may potentially miss two games because I think he has to test again right before he can come back in a ten day yeah, protocol do the full ten days and then twice within twenty four hours or something yeah, yeah like. I mean, how, how like this was be like the last dance? Could you imagine Scottie Pippen gets test positive for COVID during the '98 Bulls season? Jordan would have murdered him. Yeah, you know, like <laughs> we said this last year, um, coming into this year with 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 this stuff, and we, we said it's going to take a, a high profile name to get this and cost these guys some games. So, Jordan Love, you're up, you're up, buddy, you're up. Yeah, that's uh, good luck going to Kansas City. Um, yeah. 
the last thing the last thing to note on this game some of these games you're gonna have to go through quickly because you talked about some of this other stuff but uh, the Cardinals would have won this game if AJ Green knew the play call and turned on the last play in the game to catch the ball instead of run blocking <laughs> he gets he gets I, I've, I've been talking about this all week as a veteran in the league there's it's inexcusable yeah because in that situation with the game on the line everyone's a hot read everyone's a hot look for the ball because I might be coming to you and he I think t- uh, he was the first read <laughs> he was the first read. So the guy that yeah. caught the ball ran a route that he should have run. But the, that guy turned his head around. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and then the and then the Packers would have lost that game and then not hit Aaron Rodgers against Kansas City this week. And now they're sort of looking at spiraling a little bit, but they get bailed out last week. Um, and we'll see if if the average Kansas City Chiefs can beat them this uh, this coming week. Now, yeah, the next game here we have the Panthers nineteen at the Falcons thirteen, and another big a lot of news and things happening around the league as well as the election this week. Uh, Calvin Ridley, star wide receiver for the Falcons, uh, stepping away indefinitely to focus on his mental health. More power to him. Could not could not be more proud of him. Um, hope everything's all right. Hope it works out. He just takes care of everything he needs to take care of. He can come back whenever. If for some reason, well, if you're listening to this show, unless you just found us, you probably don't think this, but if you heard this news about Calvin Ridley and your thought was anything like, he just needs to play through it, I have to go to my job when I'm sad, anything else like that, you're an asshole and you don't deserve to hear mine and Clink's takes. Turn off the show, you don't deserve to hear what we have to say. So pretty much like, fuck off. Right, exactly. Now, if you're like... No, if, you, if you're answering, like, well, don't the teams have mental health professionals that can help him while he's playing? That's a little bit different. But if you're just like, take a salt tablet, play through it, I mean, fuck all the way off. So, <laughs> probably voted for Yunkin. So, <laughs> I am, I'm, I'm, and I'm happy to see him, the statement so public and a lot of support so publicly too, because yeah. this is the sort of thing where, like, when we talk about representation mattering, we usually think about entertainment and stuff like that. But we yeah. will see Calvin Ridley go through this and get supported through this is going to save a lot of lives down the line when other people who need to do this at all levels are encouraged to do it because they saw Calvin Ridley do it. So yeah, great, great for him. Um, now the Falcons lost this game by six points without Calvin Ridley. How many catches and yards did Kyle Pitts have? I didn't see, I didn't see this game. Um, I'm, I'm going to offshoot here. Uh, four catches, 180 yards, two catches for 13 yards. Wow. Right, so there's no Calvin Ridley. He gets two catches for 13 yards. Name any other wide receiver on the Falcons. I I couldn't. I, <laughs> there's no way. I mean, I mean, gun to my head, life on the line. I'm 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 calling a lifeline, in, bro. No way. <laughs> Andre rises, bang. Like <laughs> that's the thing. So we have we have Russell Gage, Tajay Sharp, Olamide Zacchaeus. But that's sort of the point. If Calvin Ridley's not there. Kyle Pitts is going to need more than two catches or you're going to lose. Yeah. Recipe for disaster. Yeah. Now, one thing is that Kyle Pitts was shocked in this game. The Panthers decided to shadow him with Stephon Gilmore. Mm. And I think we're going to start seeing this going forward. We've seen it some with Kelsey. Yeah. But I think we're going to see it more going forward where the number one cover guys, if your tight end's your best receiver, you're getting the number one cover guy. They're not going to yeah. risk a safety. They're putting. They're going to put Jalen Ramsey on Darren Waller. Right. Yeah. Yep. Yep. And and I think honestly, I think I think the Falcons were shocked by this. I think that Pitts was not open a lot because he's probably not, he's never been covered by anybody as good as Stephon Gilmore because he's been covered by team's top uh, defensive backs. But you still got to get him the ball. Um, Sam Darnold took two massive hits in this game. 
Yeah, I, I remember you texting. Place. Yeah, I remember you texting. Like, is this guy trying? Like, this guy trying to get killed or something to that? Something to that effect? Because, because I, I didn't see this game. So, so how bad were they hit? They, they were sacks or were they? Just no, no, no. Both rushes. He, both oh, wow. rushes. Both getting first downs. The second one was really bad. The second one, he like got turned sideways. So somebody hit him square in his chest, and his helmet did that rock'em sock'em robot thing where like it bounces up. Yeah, <laughs> and they wow. came back down and bounced his head off the turf. Um, wow. It was Matt that said, "Is this guy trying to get himself killed?" I said, "Sam Donald ain't no bitch," because <laughs> <laughs> he was—I mean, he was out there. He was out there really trying to win this game, and I hope he's okay. He might not play this week, which I, I would have exploded into a million pieces if I took those hits. So, yeah, it's not. It's not. I mean, I mean, unless it's the game winner and you got to really lay out. Um, I don't. Yeah. I mean, live to find another day. Last note here, the Panthers designated McCaffrey to return from IR. Doesn't mean he's back this week, but it means he's getting close. He's getting close. Uh, what are they, what are they, like, what do they look like? Any, 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 any um, semblance of, of resurrecting their season or do you think they're, they're done? Yes. And we'll get to the reason why in a little bit, because it's not to do okay. with them. But yes, okay. they do have some hope here. Uh, the next game, the next game here, we've got the Titans 34 at the Colts 31. Carson went to this game through two awful interceptions. Just his decision, terrible. His decision making is is always been um, up for up for debate. Um, give me the down. Like, was it was it was one a pick six? He was getting pressure up the middle out of his own end zone and threw a ball late over the middle off his back foot blind, being drugged down. Okay, yeah, that's 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 a given. That's gonna happen. The other one was on their second possession of overtime. So you only need a field goal to win from like his own 10 yard line, about 25 yards downfield. He throws to a double covered receiver on an out route. So he's double covered. Plus there's the sideline. Meanwhile, Jonathan Taylor ran an arrow route. It was wide open in the middle of the field with nobody around him. He, he would have ran 60 yards after he caught the ball. Easy, easy. <laughs> and he, when throws his double cover or like whatever gets picked off titans come back win a field kick a field goal win the game so this is bad for the colts all the way around now they're three games back of the titans and they the titans have a head-to-head but derrick henry gets hurt in this game and he's out six to ten weeks yeah let me ask you something you know I, we we probably discussed this probably not the the amount of um the amount of carries this guy has taken not only in his lifetime but just playing for the titans do you think this was sustainable or this was going to happen at some point? Like, do you think this was inevitable? All running backs get hurt. I, I knew yes, you were going to say I, I knew you were going to say that, but he's been really durable um and he's he's defied he's defied it. What do you think of Adrian Peterson coming in to carry the load at this point? And you think he's a red zone option guy or you think he's going to have to do the the payload that Derrick Henry that had? I think that they're going to have to completely change their offense and I think that the injury for for Derrick Henry is going to put AJ Brown in the pro bowl. Because I think AJ Brown is about to get 15 targets. So you don't think Adrian Peterson is the answer, or you, what do you you think? Uh, because they Derrick Henry slowed slowed the, slowed the game down for them uh, and made it you know manageable. But bringing in like I said, bringing in a Adrian Peterson type back is a thousand years old, but similar running styles, running hard. What do you think? It, it it doesn't matter. I mean, Adrian Peterson is the answer if the question is this running back is a giant dust ball, even though he's rushed for 9,000 million yards. <laughs> right. They might as well bring in Emmett Smith. Like, it doesn't matter. <laughs> you know, they're, they're, they are now a pass first offense. 
and they're yeah. relying on Ryan Tannehill to win games. The thing is, they have a three-game lead in the division. If Henry's only out for six weeks, they're going to make the playoffs still. If he's out for 10, they could be in some more trouble. But, like, Houston's not going to catch him. Jacksonville ain't going to catch him. So it's only the Colts, and they're up three with the tiebreaker. I looked at that injury. It's like the pinky toe, pinky toe side of the foot. That's a rough one. That I, I mean, if he comes back, dude, more power to him, man. It looked, look, it looks like something that um, a normal person would not be able to do. So, so I mean, so his injuries that he just has Shaq's feet. <laughs> I mean, I didn't see, I didn't see the injury itself, but I looked it up because I wanted to, you know, want to see what the Jones fracture was, and it's literally like the outside of your foot where your where your pinky toe is. So like cutting and and all that probably pay for the shit. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, he's he's going to be out for a while, but I think they're going to like they're going to make the playoffs still. They're 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 going to be okay. And if he's back in time for the playoffs, they're going to be like they're going to win the division, but still be an actual wild card once they get in there. Because who knows? Um, now the next game here, we're going to go by real quick. Dolphins eleven at the Bills twenty six. <laughs> First of all, the Dolphins do not trade for Deshaun Watson, and then the Bills did not even play well in this game and still destroyed them. Yeah, I mean it says a lot about. It says a lot about the Dolphins. Like they're just not good. Um, I mean, I don't, I don't want to take a victory lap on Tua because it's the entire team that's shit. You say because it's not deserved yet, but yeah, yeah, um, yeah. It's the entire, it's the entire team. Like it's, it's. You know, I wonder how much of the Deshaun Watson talk plays into Tua's head because it ain't fair to him. But um, I mean, that team needs to be rebuilt. Period. Well, also on the road at Buffalo is a tough. I mean, that's a tough game. But the Bills did not play well. Like the Bills played a pretty poor game and mm-hmm. still won by 15 and were never really in any serious doubt of losing. The Bills are really good. Okay. Like they're they're really, really good. Now, and the reason why I don't think you can victory lap on Tua quite yet is that we saw his backup come in and there was a huge drop off. Tua's way better than Jacoby Brissett, who we know is mm-hmm. a functional backup quarterback in the NFL. However, the next game is the Bengals 31 at the Jets 34. And I'm not concerned that Zach Wilson is better than White Mike. <laughs> You're not concerned? <laughs> I'm sorry. I meant convinced, but it doesn't matter. Hear, hear what I'm telling you, not what I'm saying. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Here's Listen. the thing, man. <laughs> go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. I got to hear this. Yeah, so I just want to say first for the listeners out there, uh, two <laughs> things. This is an embarrassing loss for Cincinnati. They are the lines <laughs> of the AFC. Even when they're good, they lose games. They have no business losing. Trap and then games. Finally, and then... For White Mike, he goes 37 of 45, 405 yards, three touchdowns, two picks. The game ball and the jersey are in the Hall of Fame already. That is not a joke. Man, same guys on offense, same guys on defense. Quarterback yeah. and his quarterback. And, and honestly, man, I love when a guy helps himself out. I love when the guy helps himself. And he goes out tomorrow night and does something good. You know, the guys going to play himself onto somebody's roster. Yeah, he's going to play stuff onto the Jets. <laughs> <laughs> That's what he's going to do. Like, you know, I, I am, I'm, I, you know, he, he's been a check down artist. Like he hasn't really, he threw for 405 yards on 45 attempts, which is pretty good. That's nine yards yeah. an attempt-ish, somewhere around there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But like Michael Carter, the running back, had double-digit catches. Ty Johnson had like eight catches, something like that. I don't have the numbers right in front of me, but he threw a lot of passes to the running backs. So he's not really throwing the ball downfield at all, but he's also in his first few games. And that's to me is actually completely, completely understandable. So I'm not going to come down on the guy 
too much for that. And he got a win against a good team, which is the one you can say for Jared Goff. Yeah. Oof. Man. Uh, anyways, bad for the Bengals, but the Bengals are still okay in the AFC North because we're going to talk about Cleveland here uh, coming up. The Steelers 15 at the Browns 10. And the story of this game is just absolute dysfunction in Cleveland. Did you see what Odell Beckham Sr. did? Yeah, I posted. <laughs> was it a highlight tape of his son just <laughs> getting up? Um... It was a low light tape of every time <laughs> Odell was open and Baker didn't throw it to him. Yeah, that's not going to go over good. Man. <laughs> and then he was insulting Baker all over social media. Yeah, it, it's, you know, it, it's safe to say, man. Matt and I talking offline about this. The shine of OBJ is it's it's gone. Um, but there should be no reason why, you know, his stat line should be one one catch for six yards. That's that's kind of criminal. Yeah. But um, but you know, knowing that the guy's still a okay threat. If Deshaun Jackson can still be in the league, I think Odell Beckham can still be in the league. And they're they're oh. they're light, they're light years apart in age and durability and all that kind of good stuff. But I think OBJ has lost um, not lost a step, but just that team is just snake bit. It's snake bit. So Odell Beckham is not part of the team right now. The coach basically sent him home. He's he hasn't been released. He's still a member of the team, but he's not functionally a part of the team right now. He basically just got sent home by the principal. Mm -hmm. I don't know how they're going to resolve this. Baker has not done any of his media appearances since. I just. I don't know what to do. I do think that they won without him. They won. They don't fucking need him. They don't fucking need Odell. They don't need him. I think they might need him. I, <laughs> I think. I, I think they might need Odell Beckham. I think that if they had Odell Beckham last year, they might have actually beat Kansas City. Kansas City. You know, I think. I think they might actually need Odell. But anyway, the dysfunction certainly is not is not good. Now, my question for you is: If they release Odell Beckham, where where should he sign? I think he goes back to the Giants. Nobody chooses to play for Joe Judge. No, they they don't. I, who's gonna take him with all with all the? I mean, he's uh, the injuries. Like he was he was out a couple of weeks already here in Cleveland this year. What what's the best team in the league that does not have a really good clear cut number one wide receiver? The Jets. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> no. Uh, what team does our co-host root for? Oh, the Pats. Yeah. I don't, there's no way that. There's no way that happens. I would love to hear Matt's take on that. I mean, he, there's I mean, no way. The, the real answer is he's going to be a Raider. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, this guy was born to be a Raider, but <laughs> I think I think he'd be really good on the uh, on the Patriots as well. Uh, the Steelers oh. win a game, so they're actually still alive in things as mm -hmm. you know, whatever. But they're never going to be there in the end. So they're four and four. I don't think call or whatever. I don't think call for a 14th frauds, but they're fraudulent. They're done. They're toast. Um, the next game here, man, Cleve, the Eagles 44 at the Lions six. I was sick to my stomach, dude. Like, honestly, what the fuck? Also, that is what I wrote down for my notes. Like, honestly, what the fuck? <laughs> I, I, like, dude, and why, why are we even here? Why are we here? Not me I and you. Why are the Lions yeah, here? Yeah, I didn't. Um, as you notice, because Matt took it easy on me when we got a 50-burger put on us, uh, I didn't want to take, um, other than saying, hey, because of the bet, I, I made a comment. But I didn't I didn't beat a dead horse because I just didn't understand how this team, uh, in the beginning of the season, showed a lot of fight. And the fucking Eagles? The fucking Eagles. Like, that's, oh, man, that's criminal. I mean, the, e the Eagles are just 
trash. Yeah, trash. Was, there's no way you guys should have lost that game. There's no, there's no inconceivable way. I mean, losing the game, yes, because they're the Lions. They did lose by 38, but losing in the way that they lost, absolutely yeah. not. And criminal. Do you remember earlier in the year when the Ravens won the 66-yard field goal? And on the show yeah. here, I said that the game wasn't that close. Hollywood Brown dropped three touchdowns in the first half, and it should have been a blowout. Yeah. And you guys pointed to the first game of the season against the 49ers, where the Lions came roaring back in like the fourth quarter and sort of made the score a little close. It was like, oh look, they can play some offense. Yeah. Also, yeah. Also, this team, this team sucks. They're really bad. They're not season level bad because we have uh, T.J. Hawkinson and DeAndre Swift, but they're, they're worse than Jacksonville. Better coach, yeah. but they're worse than Jacksonville. Yeah. I'm. I mean, for listeners, my pain is double this year because obviously, guys, I'm a Jets fan. Now, my other palm has been nailed to the other side of the cross, and I am in full <laughs> hanging mode here. I. It's just. I mean, I'm. I'm legit, guys. This is not like a, a prop bet. You know, this is. This is. I'm legit rooting for these guys. I want to. I want to be there for these guys, but they're making it really fucking hard, man. I'm like, I, I just couldn't believe the. I just can't believe it. Nine fucking weeks. Eagles. It's fucking been nine Eagles, weeks, bro. and you sound like every Lions fan I've known my entire life. <laughs> every August, like, man, I don't know if I can do this again. Like, yeah, it just, it's, it's so hard to root for this team. Yeah, and it's been it's like just, eight weeks you've been rooting for them, and you're yeah. already there. Yeah, oh, man. It's, I mean, but I have, because I'm carrying the Jets on my back already. You know what I'm saying? So any extra weight, man, it's just it's brutal right now. Brutal. So last last thing on this game is a question for you. Which of these Eagles running backs ran for two touchdowns? Boston Scott or Jordan Howard? Is one of the names made up, Dave? No, they're both real. But they're both real that, people. That, that makes it even better. Boston Scott or Jordan Howard, who ran for two touchdowns? Uh the Boston Scott guy. Correct. They both did. <laughs> <laughs> oh, All right, man. next game. <laughs> Next game, Matt Stafford of the Rams, 38, at the Texans, 22. Uh, yeah. Texans made it look nice in the end. This game was a huge blowout. Uh, the end. Do you have anything to say about the Rams murking the Texans? Um, yeah, I mean, it's, just, it's as expected. Um, if I'm Tyrod, I'm not coming back to play a down because I just don't, don't want to risk getting even hurt for this team. Like, they're yeah. shit. And then the Rams, obviously, you know, we, we know the big blockbuster stuff that happened with them. Like, they need any more help. But, you know, good God. I mean, that was, you know, that was a given. So, you could have put Jimmy's tuition on that and been good. <laughs> uh, yeah, so that's all I have to say about that game. Uh, the next game here, the 49ers 33 at the Bears 22. And this is the best evidence we've had ever to fire Matt Nagy and that this dude is just... Somebody on Twitter called him Handsome Adam Gase. Um, <laughs> like Justin, so Matt Nagy doesn't coach this game because he's got COVID nineteen. So Justin Fields, nineteen of twenty seven, one hundred and seventy five yards, a touchdown and a pick, but also ten carries for hundred and three yards and a touchdown, and the best play of the week by far. Yeah, no, I, I saw the scramble. It was it was great. You know, I think a coach this bad should have to take the Wonderlick every every week before he coaches the game. Give him the Wonderlick before they give him the headphones. You can't pass the Wonderlick with at least a forty. You don't. You don't get the coach this week. A Idiot. Forty. That's pretty you know, good. I, mean, I got a forty-one. Forty forty-one there. Not, not to brag, <laughs> but I did get a forty-one. You know, Fitzy got a perfect score, right? Well, he went Fitzy to Harvard. A, I'd expect yeah, that. Fitzy got a fit, and, and you know who the other guy is Carson Lineman. Eli Manning. 
got a 50 too. Oh, yeah, I can see he's that. He's got a 50, yeah. Smart guy. When you watch Eli on Monday Night Football, he's got some Rain Man stuff going on. I could see. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, fire Matt Nagy. Uh, the Bears should do this immediately. And I'm not predicting it yet. I think the Bears are going to hire Jim Harbaugh. But it's not a prediction. It's not a prediction yet. It's just a thought. Now, a story that's been floating around that I want to get your opinion on. Multiple teams reportedly are eyeing Mitch Trubisky to be their starting quarterback next season because this incoming draft class quarterbacks are not good. And their GMs are starting to think that Matt Nagy is so bad that Mitch Trubisky making the playoffs twice in three years with him as coach is actually a bullish sign for Mitch Trubisky's prospects. And if they actually okay. put him with a good coach, he could do something. What do you think? I I, I think given the way he played his last season with, with the Bears, he looked pretty good. And um, you might be right to get the stink off him of Nagy. He's shown that he's productive and he, you know, he's serviceable and he can actually play a little bit. So, I mean, coaches do, uh, you know, look at the Gase and a couple of guys, Tannehill, yep. Tannehill and, uh, well, Darnell is uh, damaged goods. So, yeah, good for him, man. Good, good luck, uh, Mitch, and wherever you land. Yep. Good luck to uh, Washington football team starting quarterback, Mitch Trubisky. Next game. <laughs> Next game. Patriots 27 at the Chargers 24. Now, I'm not going to lie to the audience here. My notes for this game are a little thin because I was just going to turn it over to Matt, but Matt's not here. So, uh, on things I will note here is that the Chargers are struggling with good teams. The win over Kansas City does not look so impressive anymore. Yep. So, now it's losing to the Patriots, getting absolutely trucked by the Ravens, right? The, char- the shine has come off the Chargers a little bit here. They're still good, but Herbert struggled against a couple good defenses now. Um, and then the last one I had on this one before I plan to turn over to Matt is that Matt Jones is like he's never going to be a bust. Yeah, right? he's good. He's, he, he, I, I told Matt this offline. I was like, you know what? The only thing that's holding this kid back is the Belichickian way. But this kid, kid can actually play a little bit. Yeah, he might not have like a massive, a massive ceiling, but he's not... Like, Zach Wilson might actually be the worst quarterback in the XFL, and we just don't know it yet. (laughs) But, like, Matt Jones is going to be a good starting quarterback in the NFL for a long time. Eventually, the question is going to be, if you're going to be good enough to win a Super Bowl, is what's going to happen in a few Mm -hmm. years. But it's never going to be like, um, you know, oh, this guy's terrible. Get him out of here. You know, so that's good. I mean, that's, that's a good pick for them, and... You know, nice for the Patriots to be set at quarterback for once in their lives. <laughs> yeah, you think? God, man. Drew Bledsoe in 93, Brady in 2001, and then Mac Jones in 2021. They have like one season with a former MVP in Cam Newton, and that's yeah. their worst year. Even Matt Castle <laughs> went 11-5 for them. Yeah, something's in the water up there, man. Man, I, I hate the Patriots. Anyways, uh, next game, Jags 7 at the Seahawks 31. Man, only scoring seven points against the Seahawks defense <laughs> is a bad sign. That's like the opposite of Mitch Trubisky. This is like the most bearish thing in the world for Urban Meyer. The Seahawks defense is certified ass. They are terrible. I want to go on the record. Seven. Yeah, I want to go on the record because, and this is to the this is to the world, and this is to any Seahawk listeners. I never said DK was a bust. I just said I didn't see <laughs> enough from him. So Dave tried to call me on that, and I was like, I never said he was a bust. I didn't say I didn't say he was a bust. I just said I didn't. And then I I think the week after I went and watched highlight reels that you sent me, and I was like, holy shit. Okay, what was I thinking? So so that I, is, I had to I get believe, that out there. 
I believe that this was in our first ever episode doing that season preview for the yeah. 2020 season. Yeah. So this would yeah. be easy enough to find. I don't think you actually called him a bust, but I think you did say that he wasn't going to be good. Yeah, I took I took I took a I took a shit on him and then I had to wipe the <laughs> scoopy shit off of him and off some of the floor and then some off me. So yeah. Yeah. Also, can we talk about how like Russell Wilson waited until he was married to Sierra? Uh, to have the sex, and then Tyler Lockett is basically a pastor, and the DK Metcalf is out here sliding into OnlyFans, OnlyFans girls' DMs and like getting mad when he can't get a foursome. It's just amazing <laughs> that like they're all on the same team. Like, what are those? What are those staff meetings like? You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, man, it's good stuff. Anyways, what an absolute legend, uh, DK Metcalf. Um, and I'm glad I get to claim him forever. And you thought he was a bust. Anyways, <laughs> oh my God, I didn't use the B word, bro. Stop it. No, that's 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 true. You did not. Uh, but finally, in this game, finally a good game from uh, DK and Tyler Lockett at the same time, mm-hmm. and that and that tells me that Geno Smith he's good enough to beat these bad teams. But that does not help them in this division because there are no bad teams in this division. Yeah, I mean. In your in your immortal words, it's inevitable. <laughs> yeah, it's inevitable. I mean, yeah. If the Jets would have put up any fight in this game, maybe, but th- this was as easy as could be for the Seahawks. Uh, the other thing is that this is not confirmed yet, but there's uh, reports out that Chris Carson could be done for the season. Oh, I think these running backs are all interchangeable on this team. Chris Carson, Alex Collins, uh, Rashad Penny, Travis Homer, DJ Dallas. Those are all real people. They're all <laughs> fake people. It doesn't matter. Like, they're all interchangeable. Um, the next game here, we got the Bucks 27 at the Saints 36. And you asked mm. me earlier, do the Panthers have hope of resurrecting their season? And the answer is yeah. yes, because Jameis Winston tore his ACL and is out for mm-hmm. the year. Yeah, also, Michael so, Thomas re-injured his ankle in rehab and is out for the year. Yeah, this 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 is getting ugly. Um, and the reason I say that is because when, when we say that, Jameis was their best chance to win at quarterback. Because Taysom ain't going to do it. And Trevor Simeon still in the league? I didn't even know he's fucking still in the league. That was Matt's giving me who's in the league this this week. Trevor, Trevor Simeon is okay. He's okay. Are you, are you kidding? Okay. He's okay. He's okay. <laughs> um, I'm not I'm not shocked he's still in the league. I'm not going to be shocked if he's still in the league four years from now. He's okay. Okay. That's it. He's only okay. <laughs> <laughs> There's no upside. <laughs> He's not going to take over the wild card he, round and win a Super Bowl like, he, like Jeff Hostetler. Yeah, he's a warm body. that gets in a uniform, gets in the game. That's yeah, just okay. Beats the Bucks, <laughs> right? It gets in the game and beats Tampa. So you know he's he's okay. Uh, the Bucks, meanwhile, Antonio Brown is now officially out for the year. Man. He got hit set back in his rehab. He's done for the year. And the Gronk, they he rushed back to play this game. Their bye is this coming week. He played five snaps and had to leave with back spasms. Like the dude is yeah. five hundred years old. They're gonna make the playoffs. Like save why him for is he that. rushing back to play this game? Yeah, save him save him for when they're gonna need him. Like that's dumb. It's week eight. Right. He should play he should play twenty snaps in week eighteen to get into shape and then play in the playoffs. Yeah. My contract would be like, hey, I play like the first four games and then I take off until like you need me again. <laughs> Straight up. Just making Girls Got Wild videos in Aruba for yeah. three months and they coming back for the playoffs <laughs> or whatever Gronk does in his free time. Exactly. No. Facts. And not much to say about the, the outcome of this game. I mean, the Saints did win. It's a huge win for them. But with all these injuries, they could be they could be in some real trouble. Uh, the Bucks lost. They didn't play that great. 
it's going to happen to each team like three or four times a minimum. I don't take anything away from it. Not going to call them fraudulent. They're they're perfectly fine. Yeah, that they're that they're good. Uh, Washington football team 10 and the Broncos 17. Here's my first note on this game. Literally, who cares? Not the Broncos. They traded Von Miller to the Rams. Jesus. I I, I, I scratched my head, man, and probably my ass. and wondering why why would you do that? And isn't that like a division foe as well? No. Okay. Uh, AFC West and NFC West. Okay. Okay. So, yeah, I like, like the Rams need any more help. <laughs> So the Rams traded a second and third round pick this coming year for Von Miller. So uh, this is a great trade for the Broncos if they're not trying to win this year. But that means that that is a very bad sign for their head coach, Vic Fangio, who was already on a lukewarm seat coming into the season. Yeah, but now the GM has all but said this dude's fired because you can't trade Von Miller when you're trying to win this year, right? <laughs> it was like the Khalil Mack trade. You just wanted like, what? why? Why would you do this? Okay. Well, I think we know why John Gruden might want to get rid of Khalil Mack. And yeah. Bring in Max Crosby and Derek Carr <laughs> and Hunter Renfro. <laughs> um, but yeah, so Vic Fangio is fired. That's that's a that is an absolute done deal with this because he would never agree to this, right? Like this was done without his knowledge or permission because he's trying yeah. to win this year. He would never yeah. agree to this. And they told him, yeah. fuck off, we're gonna do it anyway. So <laughs> Wow. The uh the next game here, we've got the Cowboys 20 and the Vikings 16. And what a great game for White Mike. Wait, no, I'm sorry. This is Cooper Rush. Cooper Rush, yeah. Cooper I, uh, Rush. Uh, I joke, but I, I actually do know who Cooper Rush is. Go fire up Chips. He's a Central Michigan University legend. So it was good to see him get in the game and play well. 24 40, 325 yards, two touchdowns, one interception. And he definitely outplayed Kirk Cousins. Yeah, you see, and again, as I said before, I love when a guy goes out and helps himself out, you know, because, you know, it's all about the opportunities. And I love an underdog situation. I love a guy that can step in in a big moment and deliver. You know, it, it really casts aspersions on, on Sam Darnold. Like, you can't have that stat. Like, you can't have 170-something yards in a game when guys are putting up 400 and 300 and shit like yes. that. So, you know, good for him, man. Go for Cooper Rush. Is that yep. guy still on the team? The other quarterback, um, Ben DiNucci. Yeah, Ben DiNucci. That name is so so dope. Actually, Ben. He said, <laughs> said like a poet. Yeah, it does. Or, or like a Renaissance painter. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Is, is that a real DiNucci? <laughs> yeah. Dude, oh my god! Yeah, from Florence like. in 1473. <laughs> um. Uh. So yeah, he's still on the team. He's the backup right now to to Cooper Rush. Okay. Uh, for the Viking, I mean, the Cowboys win this game, which is great because they're good and they steal this win on the road with the backup quarterback. I don't really need to talk about them all that much. However, the Vikings, uh, Daniel Hunter, Danell Hunter, Danell Hunter is out for the entire year. Taurus Peck, so he's out for the entire year. The Vikings have four losses this year, all against teams winning records, all by six points or less. Mm, so something to be said about that. They're close, but that's also a pattern. And so it tells me that if they get to the playoffs, they have no hope because they can't they can't win against good teams. Yeah. Justin Jefferson, rookie of the year last year, had more receiving yards than any rookie receiver in history, including Randy Moss. How many yards and catches in this game for Justin Jefferson? All right, let's say I'll say five catches under 100 yards. Two for 21. Yeah. Wow. So you lose the game by four points. Justin Jefferson has two catches. You know, you don't need a 41 on the Wonderlick to figure this one out. 
Yeah, that's when you walked out. If you don't know, I walk in and just pick someone. I first lay that and just fire them. Like, I'm just going to fire someone. Vince Young and his six on the Wonderlick could figure this out. <laughs> that might we be a truth. <laughs> we just throw the ball to Justin Jefferson. Wow. The Vikings play the Ravens this week, and the Ravens are a giant pass funnel defense. They welcome people to pass against them. Mm-hmm. Justin Jefferson, if he does not have 15 targets in this game, I'm, I, the, that that entire Vikings become suspect at that point. Yeah. Like, throw the ball to Justin Jefferson. And then the last game of the week, we have the Giants 17 at the Chiefs 20. And a game, this is Monday night, in a game where it kind of felt like the Chiefs lost. Yeah. Like, this this game did not do anything to assuage the fears that they are plainly average. Yeah. They, I mean, I don't know if they're figured out or it's just, you know, the Super Bowl, uh, what, do you, what do you call that? The hangover? The teams that lose, you know? Yeah. I don't know if it's that. Um, but Mahomes, I just don't understand why this guy can't take a sack. Um, or, you know, I mean, Kareem Hunt had a big game. Well, the, the other thing, too, is that uh, Tyreek Hill here. Did oh, sorry, Tyreek Hill. No, yeah, I, 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 I blacked out for a second. Tyreek Hill, because I'm looking at him run down the field. Because I had, I had, I had, I had, I I had money you on just, You're like abusive asshole NFL players <laughs> just merged together into one person. Um, uh, I guess for Tyreek Hill, it's technically allegedly, I guess. I, I don't know. Fuck Tyreek <laughs> no, Hill. There, yeah, uh. there, there's tape. There's tape on... There's audio on one and, and tape on another, like video on another. So it's interchangeable, yeah. I guess. <laughs> yeah, whatever. I mean, fuck Kareem Hunt and Tyreek Hill both. But, uh, <laughs> okay, in this game, Tyreek Hill had 18 targets and 12 catches. How many yards did he have? 12 oh, catches. Two, tw- 12 catches. Uh, I can't remember the stat line. Um, I mean, it's Tyreek Hill. How many yards? Uh, let's say 94. Yeah, 94 yards. You must have just looked it up. No, 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 no. My hands are right here. My hands are right here. <laughs> 12 catches for 94 yards is terrible. Somebody, and I was listening to earlier, and I can't remember who, and I apologize, said that the Chiefs have turned Tyreek Hill into prime Jarvis Landry. Damn. 12 Damn. catches for 94 yards. If you told me against the Giants that Tyreek Hill had 12 catches, I would say 240 yards and four touchdowns. Yeah, yeah. The reason I know it's 94 yards because he didn't cover for me and I, I, I didn't win on FD with it. That's why That's one why I remember. Us. One of us. One <laughs> of us. Remembering stat lines because of your bets. Yeah. Oh, man. You're disappointed in the Lions. It's hard to root for the Lions. You're sweating your bets. You're remembering things because of your bets. Yeah, is- dude. Yeah. I, 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 I walked into the dark side, bro, and embraced it. Embraced <laughs> the darkness, dude. I'm... I'm uh... <laughs> I'm Bane. <laughs> I was going to do a Bane impression, but I can't do any impressions, especially Bane. Um, <laughs> Bane's way, listeners out there uh, who know me, Megan does a great Bane impression. You should ask her next time. Really? I got to yeah, hear that. She does. She does. Um, it's, it's actually ridiculous how accurate it is. And every so often, like, I'll just be sitting on the couch and she was like, peek her head around the corner and drop a Bane quote and like disappear again. Funny oh, shit that's great. That's great. Um, <laughs> anyways, speaking of uh, people who embrace the dark side, Joe Judge is a moron. Um, he, he's fired, dude. We, we we know this. Black Monday's coming for these guys, man. Do you remember when we were texting to the group th- thread in the first half, the Giants had like a fourth and three inside the 10 and they kicked the field goal. And I said, yeah. looks like Joe Judge is surrendering already. Yeah, yeah. Go for it. Like, 
You have like, nothing who, you to lose. You lost 20 to 17. Lose 20 to 14. Who cares? Yeah. Yeah. Like, I mean, and he's never going to get it. And then after the game, after the game, he's blaming the headsets for the loss. <laughs> I mean, I just, like, Joe Judge is the most boomer 39-year-old I have ever seen in my life. Like I said, man, these guys got to get Wonder licked up before they before they get the headset. Every Sunday, there's a new Wonder Lick test. Come on, give it to me. Hour out before the game. You can't get it, you ain't going. Jeez. Uh, also, uh, by the way, uh, the trick to the Wonder Lick for the listeners out there is that the questions get progressively harder as you go. So when I took it, the first question was, what is the ninth month of the year, which is September? The last question was like some calculus bullshit that I had no idea. <laughs> the trick though, is if you don't know one, jump to the next one. Jump to the next one, yep, yep. And yep. and do it backwards. Oh, okay. I love so when they tell you- the hardest and you skip it going backwards. And then when you get to the front and go back forward to the one you missed, that's the trick to the wonder um, I love when they tell you when you get your score to like, you scored to be a janitor. No disrespect to any janitors out there, but <laughs> it's, it's like, it's brutal. It's Listen, I work in hotels. I know a lot of janitors, a lot of maids, and a lot of managers. The janitors and the maids, a hundred times out of a hundred times, yeah. Because, like you said, Vince Young got a six, <laughs> <laughs> and now he's a great janitor somewhere. Um, okay, looking forward quickly to next week. We are running out of time here, so looking forward to next week. Thursday night, we get the Jets and the Colts. Uh, come on, White Mike. Uh, Jets found the quarterback advantage in a game. Let's see. Mm. I'm scrolling through here. The Bills are at the Jags. That will be fun. Oh, man. It's going to be a slaughter. Uh, Sam Darnold gets, if he's healthy, gets the Patriots defense. If Dak is back, he doesn't have to worry about Von Miller. They play the Broncos. Mention the Vikings and the Ravens. The Texans play the Dolphins, so two should be able to run up some numbers. Okay. Uh, we got Packers and Chiefs, of course, with no Aaron Rodgers. We mentioned that already. Cardinals and 49ers, possibly no Kyler Murray. He was in a walking boot after the game. So might not get any Kyler Murray in that one. And then Sunday night, the Tennessee Titans are on the road. Who is the first opponent they have to play on the road without Derrick Henry? Who they got? I... The Rams. Oh, man. Yeah. Woo. Yeah. With a, fresh, with a fresh Vaughn Miller and a nice new uni. Yep. Rip <laughs> Titans. Um, <laughs> And it's and the Monday night is Bears at Steelers, which I'm gonna watch, but man. Oh yeah, that's that's nasty. Okay, by my count, we do not have a lot of time left. Cleve, get us out of here. All right. So obviously, you know, Matt does his good his feel good stories, um, that type of thing. I don't have anything from NFL players for the most part, so I'll use myself um as my feel good. So Every, uh, people who know me in real life or know me outside of the show, I am a Taoist, uh, you know, when I, as far as religion goes and all that kind of good stuff. And sometimes you have to commit a random act of kindness um, and then ask someone to pay it forward. So I was getting ready to, in my mind, I was um, online at the grocery store, giant supermarket, uh, shameless plug, and I was getting groceries and the person before me was like a mom with a whole bunch of kids and you know, I was like, you know what? I'll I'll cover I'll cover her tab. You know, in my head, I'm like, I'm gonna cover her tab. Lo and behold, I turn around. She takes a look at me. Maybe I'm looking homely or something. She covers my tab. <laughs> I was like, I was like, I was I'm like, I was gonna spot you. She's like, no, you gotta, you know, I, I got you. And I'm like, you seriously add all this healthy shit? So it was like a good forty bucks. And I'm like, man, you know. So I turned around, and the next day, I I, I gave somebody forty bucks. Some random person, 40 bucks or whatever. So, yeah. you know, um, 
the story, I mean, the, 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 um, the feel good about that is that, that we're in this spirit of giving the seasons, you know, seasons are upon us as, as far as that goes. Um, the, the weather here is getting cold. Um, we all are from cold regions. We each live in Virginia now, but Matt, Dave and I are from cold parts of the country that gets cold this time of year. So if you, you know, if you have any extra stuff, I don't know if people have taken stuff since COVID, but any extra old coats and stuff, man, those shelters can really use that stuff. Um, because, uh, you know, our things that we don't use anymore, someone someone can benefit from it. So, you know, do your part and, and help out. Save for the Democratic Party, man. Help the fuck out, you know? Seriously, we need you Joe guys. Joe Manchin's going voting. to hold the shelters right now to get free food. <laughs> and he's going to criticize it. Hey, this, this took too long to make, you know? <laughs> All right, man. I'm gonna... What a jerk. All right. Yeah, looking forward to a good week of football. Uh, obviously, I'm going to be watching my boys tomorrow night. Um, might be brutal to watch this, but uh, we'll see if... Um, see, you guys got me calling White Mike because saying Mike White fast enough, you say fast like five times, you get White Mike out of it. So I mean, I his name it. is White Mike. Like, this is just like, I mean, that's, that's who he is. He's White Mike. I mean, you know, that's good for him. He's in the hall, you know? Yeah, these... So, all right, so you never said that, and hopefully don't get cut off. So why is that in the hall? I don't understand. Like, I think it's like most like most completions in a debut game, debut start or something. So he, he must have beat. So he, so he must have beat Cam out because Cam was the only one that I remember doing that in the debut so. game, like four hundred yards, something like that. But I yeah. think I think I think he he did in probably less attempts, and he probably had a little bit more yardage. But wow, that goes into the hall. That's crazy. Yeah, and I think shit. the next person to do it will get theirs in there, right? It just rotates. I mean, there's a whole bunch of different records where they have them have them in there. So, I mean, good. Like I said, I love a I love a guy that can help his help help himself uh, to a, to some sort of a career because um, I mean we've seen guys have one great game and sign massive contracts. You know, remember the guy, you know, Green Bay? <laughs> oh, I remember he threw seven touchdowns against the Matt, Lions. Matt, Matt, Matt Flynn. Matt Flynn, yeah. He helped himself out pretty good. All right, man, you guys didn't part, part us with? Yeah, uh, you know what scrappy underdog I'd like to see actually do something and get it, make a career for themselves? Who's that? Joe fucking Biden. <laughs> yeah, it's looking it's looking a little shaky right now. I know, I know it's 10 months into this thing, but, it, you know, come on, Joe. Wake the fuck up. Jeez. All right. Well, that's uh, that's that's it for me. Uh, looking forward to next week. Hopefully, we get Matt Matt back next week. Uh, right. Get his get his uh, Patriots thoughts and other thoughts from uh, from around the league. And uh, yeah, what's uh, what does he say? He'll probably edit it in or whatever. What does he say? MattyIceMedia.com. I, I should know the Instagram for the top of my head. I don't. I'm probably in trouble. Um, yeah. <laughs> whatever. Whatever. The point is, if you're listening to us, go to madacemedia.com. See the rest of his stuff. Cleve's got a show. Matt's got shows. This is my only show. Thank goodness. <laughs> so go do all that stuff, and we will talk to you guys later. All right. Peace. The opinions and viewpoints expressed on political football are those of Cleve, Dave, and Matty Ice, and not necessarily those of the Matty Ice Media Network. Political football is exclusively owned by Cleve, Dave, and Matty Ice and is brought to you by the Matty Ice Media Network.